Hey there, lovely. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast, where we believe style can be easy and getting dressed should be fun. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary, and in this month, we're going to do something just a little bit different. Our little show has hit a big milestone, you guys. As of last month, the Everyday Style School has been downloaded over a hundred thousand times. I just want to thank you for listening and helping us get to this. It's a big goal for me. So thank you. Thank you. The emails and kind words I've received this year have absolutely meant the world to me. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. This month, we're going to celebrate this milestone by re-releasing a few of our most listened to episodes. Each Thursday, we're going to go back into the archives and reshare the shows that resonated with you the most. We won't be sharing the entire episode, just the last segment with the topic of the day. If you want to go back and listen to the lessons from Linda, vocabularies, and all that good stuff, there's lots of good ones in there. We'll put a link in the show notes to the full original episode. So usually what happens in the days after I record an episode is I'll be getting ready or folding laundry, doing dishes, whatever, and I'll think of something I wish I would have said or an extra tip I would have put in there. So with these four episodes, I'm just going to add a few new thoughts at the beginning. So even if you've listened to the episodes before, there's a little something to be learned from each one. And I hope you enjoy this look back at some of your favorite episodes. And to keep the celebration going, we're giving away some great prizes this month, including a $100 gift card. There is a post on the Everyday Style Facebook page that explains it all. You can look for it there. Our Facebook page is Everyday Style with Jen, or you can go to the show notes for a direct link to that post. Or you can go to the show notes for a direct link to that post, and that you can find at youreverydaystyle.com forward slash episode 64. Today, we are heading all the way back to our second episode, Body Type Basics. After re-listening to the episode, I really want to dive deeper into proportions. While I talked about body shapes being about proportion, not about size, I don't know if I really conveyed how important proportion is. I might do an episode about all the ways proportion matters in style and getting dressed in your outfits and your body, but today we're just talking about body shapes. Let me be totally honest with you. What has made me a successful stylist isn't my love of clothes and my love of fashion. It's my love of people and understanding of proportion. Frankly, that's it. I hate to let y'all down if you thought there was some magic ingredient, but what I realized from when I started dressing women at Chico's is I get proportion, and that's what this is all about. Understanding your body's unique proportions is the number one key to understanding how to dress your body. Let's talk about my body for a minute and use it as an example throughout our conversation today. I would technically classify myself as a mix of an apple and an inverted triangle. There are absolutely differences between the two, but at the end of the day, I wear a bigger size on top as I do on the bottom and my waist compared to my bust and hips is not well defined. Those are my proportions. I don't need a label to know that. So many women get frustrated by finding the right name for their body shape and they just sort of give up and they say, oh, this is too hard. My body is weird. I don't belong in any books. Style, is, style isn't for me. I don't know if I'm an hourglass or a rectangle or an hour tangle. Too hard. In reality, 
All you have to do is look at your body, look in a mirror, stand there in your underwear and look at your body. Look at what is bigger or smaller than other parts. My shoulders are wider than my hips. They always have been. They always will be. No amount of exercise, weight loss, weight gain will change that. That's my body shape. My waist is not significantly smaller or really smaller at all than my bust and my hips. That's kind of what makes me this inverted triangle, which is broader shoulders and well, not well-defined waist that creates the apple. But those are just, those labels are just a description of proportions. That's all those words are. So let go of the words, let go of the labels and just look for the proportion. Once you know your proportions, you can ask yourself what your goal is in choosing clothes. For women with body types that are unbalanced, like a bottom half is bigger than the top half or the top half is bigger than the bottom half, one goal for dressing that shape is usually to create balance. For women whose top and bottom halves are roughly the same, we try to maintain balance. So going back to my body and my goals, I want to create balance. I don't want to look like a bird. I don't want to look like a linebacker. I want my bottom half to be more proportionate to my top half, right? So how do I do that? How do I create that balance? I choose pieces that don't make my top half look bigger. You're not going to find a lot of ruffles on my top half. And I choose pieces that add a little volume or interest or bring the eye down to make my bottom half a little bit more substantial. I choose pieces that balance my proportion. When women are focused on dressing their body shape, that end result label, they focus on getting the answer right. And they want to know things like, can an apple wear a turtleneck? Can a pair wear skinny jeans? They feel the need to memorize all these hard and fast rules, which is a ton of work. And it makes every foray into trying something new really, really difficult. Instead, focus on understanding and dressing your proportions and seek to understand what individual pieces do for your shape and how they work together. This approach will make it easier to dress your body well, even if you can't put a label on it. All right, here is Body Type Basics from episode number two. Don't forget to head to our website for information on the giveaway and a link to the original full episode. You can find all all those links at youreverydaystyle.com forward slash episode 64. I'll see you next week. Today, what we're going to do is cover some body type basics, things that apply to everyone, no matter what your shape is. I do want to encourage you to listen to all the body type episodes because you'll probably pick up little nuggets of wisdom you can apply to your own situation. Also, so much can be learned if you take an if-then approach. If shift dresses are great for women without defined waist, then they're probably not great for women who do have well-defined waist. Does that make sense? So I really, again, want to encourage you to listen to all of the body type episodes, even if they don't apply to you. Okay, so here are the body type basics every woman should know. There are 10 of them. Get ready. Number one, there is no right or wrong body type. You don't get a medal for being an hourglass or a style violation for being a pair. A few years ago, I was giving a body type presentation to a group of women. And right after I went over this rule, literally right after, the group asked if we could take a break so I could give everyone a two-second body type evaluation so they'd know what to look for in the next part of the presentation. I'm a go-with-the-flow kind of girl, so I said yes, and everyone who wanted my opinion lined up. 
Not five minutes after saying there's no best, women were cheering every time I declared someone an hourglass like they had won the lottery. That is not how body types work. As someone who has dressed every body type there is, believe me when I tell you there are things that are easier and harder about dressing each type. And we'll talk about those things in the future episodes. But for now, there's no right or wrong. That's what you need to hang on to. Number two, body types are not the result of good or bad habits. You cannot diet yourself into a rectangle or exercise your way out of a pair. What body types are is your skeleton and where fat naturally goes on your body. That's it. It's really pretty objective. Number three, body types are largely genetic. I bet if you look back in your family tree, you can find a woman whose body is similar to yours. If you don't like your body, you can go ahead and blame her. I give you permission. Number four, body types are about proportion, not size. A woman can be a size 22 hourglass because the definition of an hourglass is that the waist is significantly smaller than her hips or bust. Just because your waist is bigger than it used to be or than you'd like it to be does not mean your body shape has changed. If your bust and hips got bigger too, you keep the same proportions. Does that make sense? It has nothing to do with your size. It has to do with the proportion. Body shapes are the relationship between your shoulders and bust, your waist, and your hips. I often talk with women who tell me they're a pair because they have big hips, but that tells me nothing. I don't know if their waist is much smaller than their hips, and I have no idea what's going on up top. By the way, you might have just noticed that I said bust and shoulders. Conventional wisdom tells us that body shape is determined by bust, waist, hips, right? I mean, it's 36, 24, 36. That's it's kind of what we always hear. However, I find bust measurement to be a little unreliable. Lots of things can change your bust size. Pregnancy, breastfeeding, weight gain or loss, a good bra, a good doctor. Of all of our measurements, that one changes the most. What doesn't change is your shoulders, which make a big visual impact on how your upper body appears. If you have broad shoulders, I don't care how big your boobs are, you're going to appear bigger on top. If you have narrow shoulders, don't care how big your boobs are, you're going to look smaller on top. So I go by shoulders. This brings me to number six, by the way. By and large, body types do not change. The size 22 hourglass I mentioned earlier, she would be a size 12 hourglass or a size 2 hourglass because again, it's your skeleton and where fat comes and goes. We all know our patterns of weight gain or loss, right? Some of us lose it in the boobs first. Some of us gain it in the butt first. It's just your makeup and you can't really change it. Women always say childbirth or having kids changes their body shape. But after doing this as long as I have What I have found is that having kids usually just makes you more of whatever you were before. Usually an apple's uh, midsection gets a little bit thicker, pear's hips get bigger. Often having kids pushes us into considering our body types more than we ever did before. With that said, in menopause, start to carry weight differently, usually in the midsection. Doesn't mean necessarily mean that all women become apples, but it could be that your shape shifts a little. That's one of the only times that your body shape truly changes. I will say major cosmetic surgery can also cause a shift in in body shape, but beyond that, you are what you are. Okay, number seven, everybody within a body shape is different. If I had a 100 pairs in, in the room with me right now, I'd have a 100 different versions of pairs. How high the waistline is, how much of a difference there is between the waist and the hip measurement, if they carry extra weight in the rear or if they carry it on the, the hips or thighs. Every single body would be a little bit different. I've always said that the more extreme your body type is, the more the guidelines will help you. Number eight, I focus on the four basic body types, apple, pear, hourglass, and rectangle. 
I have a book that has 16. I have a, I follow a blog that uses 12. Basically, the extras over four are variations on the core four. And I'll talk about those variations in each episode. Most women have a primary body type and a, a secondary body type or variation. Can be a little bit of, of two. There are a few that you can't be, and we'll talk about them when we get there. All right, number nine, what we perceive as flattering changes over time. The ideal body shape changes, what's current in fashion influences what we think of as the most flattering pieces. I have body type books from the 80s and 90s and beyond, and they all recommend different, sometimes conflicting silhouettes as best. The advice I'm giving you is valid in 2019 only and is subject to change. Finally, number 10, and most importantly, Dressing your body shape is one part of the style equation. It is not the only thing that matters, and it doesn't have to be the most important thing. The most flattering thing you can wear are the things that make you feel confident and happy. If it goes against today's wisdom, that's okay. Wear what you love. You know, Audrey Hepburn said, happy girls are the prettiest. And even if if there's a neckline that's not right for you, or, you know, a dress shape that's not right for you, but that thing makes you feel beautiful, that is the best thing for you. All right, that was a lot of information and I wanna thank you for hanging into the end. Your homework this week is to make a note of your body's proportions. In relation to your shoulders, bust, and hips, is your waist well-defined, right? So look in the mirror and look at your shoulders and your bust and then your hips. Is your waist well-defined? Meaning, does it go in quite a bit or not so much? You don't need to get a calculator. You don't even need to get a measuring tape. Just just look. That's all I want you to do this week. In relation to your lower body, what's going on up top? Are your shoulders bigger than your hips? Are they equal to your hips or smaller than your hips? Knowing this will set you up for success next week. That's all I've got for you today. I'll see you next week. Until then, stay stylish. Class is dismissed for today, but the conversation doesn't have to end. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com forward slash podcast for show notes, freebies, and links to connect with me on social media. And if the Everyday Style School podcast is making style easier and more fun for you, it would make my day if you would subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your friends so women everywhere can have more fun with style. I'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.